and it'll be a great time. And uh, also, this weekend we're going to celebrate 18 years. I was just looking over some notes and I saw the bulletin that said a new pastor will be here at Victory Christian Fellowship September 22nd, 2002. And uh, so this is going to be our 18th year celebration. And, uh, you know, we want to celebrate the work that God has done. So if you want to go to our Facebook page, uh, you could uh, put a testimony there of how God has worked in your life uh, since being here. Uh, or you could email that to the church email address. And um, we're going to read some testimonies just celebrating the goodness of God. Amen. So go ahead and uh, do that. And uh, also, for the men, we're having our uh, fifth annual Everyday Hero Men's Conference, October 30th and 31st. That's the last Friday night and Saturday. And uh, our theme is called Blessed, Favored, and Increased, and it's free. And then there is no fee. Can you say amen? amen? No fee means no excuses. Amen? And uh, but what, what we'd like you for you to do is take a flyer or take a postcard. Um, I don't know if there's any in the back because we had communion, but uh, go ahead and share that with a friend. Uh, post it on social media, and uh, just get the word out. And that we're just believing God for great things. And uh, you know we don't just do things to do things. You know it's not just another meeting, but it's. It's an opportunity for God to move, and uh, God put this on our heart when we started this, and uh, we're going on strong. So uh, put that on your calendar and plan to be here with someone else. Amen. I want to read to you three scriptures. How many want to prosper? God wants you to experience the maximum prosperity that you can handle. And did you know that he gives levels of prosperity? Listen to these scriptures. There's three places. I'm going to go to Genesis 26. And uh, Genesis 26 and... 12 and 13. Then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. Now notice the levels of prosperity in verse 13. And the man waxed great. Now wasn't Isaac already great because he inherited all of Abraham's inheritance? He was already rich. But now he's waxed great. Okay? That's level one. Level two, he went forward. In other words, he kept getting richer. I'm going to say, keep getting richer. And level number three, he grew until he became very great. Very rich. Amen? Amen. Alright? That's a progression. Go to Mark chapter four. Mark chapter four. I'm giving you three witnesses. And they prospered one way. 
You know how that was? Sowing. Mark 4.20 He said, And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word and receive it. Notice the levels now. Bring forth fruit, some thirty, some sixty, and some a hundredfold. And then go to Luke 6. Luke chapter 6. And we're going to look at verse 38. God wants you to receive the maximum benefit, but you determine what level you want to be on. Luke 6.38 Notice it says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. How? Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet, it shall be measured to you again. So guess what? You determine the level that you want to be on. Amen? And, uh, if you're watching online, you can get in on this too. You can go on our website and you can give. Amen? How many know that God celebrates cheerful giving? He celebrates sacrificial giving. Amen? Because God has done both. You know, when Jesus, when God gave Jesus to the earth, he, he didn't say, Oh my goodness, what did I do, what did I do, what did I do? No. He was glad to give Jesus... Jesus was glad to give his life. He said, with the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. So when you're giving, don't just make it a ritual. Don't just make it a duty. But listen to God. Amen? And uh, let the Holy Spirit lead God and direct you. Father, I give you thanks and praise. That every gift and giver is super abundantly overflowingly blessed by you in Jesus name Amen If you have your Bibles I'd like you to go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 I was actually studying for something else but it just wasn't clicking and uh, but the Holy Ghost knows best so this message is fresh man it was just pulled out of the oven this afternoon I can still smell the freshness of it. How many want to see results in your life? You want your faith to produce results. Well, I'm going to give you the key tonight that will determine your results. Amen? It is not hard to pr- produce good results with God. So in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, let's go to verse 13. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. For this cause... Also, thank we God without ceasing. Man, Paul was a giver of thanks. Because when you 
received the word of God, which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectually works also in you that believe. So what determines your results? Your reception determines your results. How you receive the Word of God. Tonight, we're going to give the Word a great reception. We're going to welcome the Word of God because as we welcome it, as we accept it, as we receive it, the moment it comes in us, it starts to work powerfully and effectively in us. So your reception determines your results. Say that with me. Say, my reception determines my results. You know, God wants results. If God, God never does something that's vain, something that's vain is empty, it has no results. It has no fruit. You know, is God satisfied with no fruit? Is God satisfied with a little fruit? No, God is satisfied with what? Much fruit. God wants us to bear much fruit, right? And when we're not bearing fruit, what does He do? He prunes. He takes away. He removes so that we can, in essence, become more fruitful. God is a too much God. He wants you to have too much fruit. He wants you to have too much joy. He wants you to have too much love. He wants you to have too much, so much peace that it passes understanding. See, the moment you receive God's word, it's ready to work and it's ready to go. Because notice, Paul was thanking God because of how they received the word of God. Not everybody receives the word the same. Some people don't receive it at all. Other people just kind of say, ah. But then there are those who receive it. They take it to heart. They value it. They put it into practice immediately and they see the results of it. So he was thanking God because of how they received the word when they heard it. They just didn't receive it as a word from man. They didn't receive it as a natural thing. They received it as the word of God, as truth. And because they received it, that's what made it effectually work in them. Amen? How do you receive it? You receive it by hearing it. You can't receive the word unless you hear the word. If you want to receive faith, you've got to hear the word. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So you've got to hear it. And when you hear it, you've got to welcome it. Have you ever had someone knock on your door that wasn't welcome? Oh, there's the Jehovah Witnesses again. <laughs> I actually like to engage them in conversation most of the time. There are some times like I just wish to sleep. But how many know if someone knocks on your door, 
You get to determine whether or not they're welcomed or rejected. Right? You get to decide whether or not they have access into your home or they have to hit the road. Right? It's all about... And so we receive the Word of God by hearing it, by welcoming it, and by acknowledging the source of it. It's, it's God's... We say it's God's Word. We've got to treat the Word like God's Word. It comes from God. It comes from His mouth, His heart, His hand. Amen? This is God's Word. And when God's Word goes forth, we've got to welcome it. Because God's Word will not break down the door. God's Word will not force its way into your life. God's Word just shows up and it waits whether or not we welcome it. Amen? Amen. God's, God rewards you based on how you receive Him. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Right? And we get rewarded based on how we receive Him. Amen? How do you satisfy hunger? By looking at food? Boy, that food looks good. How about if I take a picture of it and put it on Facebook? You can do all that. That's something to satisfy the hunger. That food will not satisfy the hunger until it gets in you. But once it's in you, satisfaction comes. Same thing is true with the Word. The Word doesn't necessarily affect you out here, but the Word starts to take effect when it gets inside of you. When it gets in your heart. That's when it can start to work in your life. It doesn't work in your life outside. God's Word never works from the outside in. It always works from the inside out. You know, when you get, if you get a shot, they don't spray you with the vaccine. You know, they don't have a spritzer. What does the, where does the vaccine have to go in order to take effect? It's got to get inside of you. Right? Either take it by a pill or by a shot. But it's got to get in you in order to work to prevent what might take place. Miracles operate when you receive God's word. I got Jesus on the main line. Psalm 119. Go to Psalm 119. Psalm 119. Verse 11 and 12. Actually a very familiar scripture. I actually went through the entire Psalm 119, all 176 verses, and I actually got other translations for each verse. And uh, maybe I'll publish that sometime. So in 119, verse 11 and 12. Thy word I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. Notice, in order to not sin, you've got to get the word where? 
in your heart. You've got to welcome. And it can only be welcomed. It never gets forced. You have to make a decision that you're going to open up your heart to put the Word of God inside. Thy Word have I hid in my heart. I hid it. Why would you hide it? Because it's a treasure. It's valuable. It's precious. It's powerful. So you want to keep it in the safest place. And God created our heart the safest place to keep His Word. Notice he didn't say, I put your word in my head. It didn't say, I put your word in my pocket. It didn't say, I have your word in my car. Where do we hide the word? In our heart. It's got to get in us. So it's, it's about how we receive the word. If you don't think the word is valuable, you won't hide it. Things that aren't valuable to you, are unprotected. Right? Oh, the weather's outside. Oh, my car's rusty anyway. I'm going to put it inside. I wish I could put my cars inside, but other things are occupying where my cars go. Psalm 85, verse 8. Psalm 85, verse 8. Your reception determines your results. Psalm 85, verse 8. I will hear what God the Lord will speak. Does God have something to say? The Bible says in John 6, 63, he said, The words that I speak are spirit and life. Okay? Okay? So I hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace unto me, unto his people, and to his saints, but let them not turn again to folly. See, if when you hear God speak, if you welcomed it, it's going to take an effect in your life. It's going to actually cause you to lose the desire that you had for worldly things. How many had... Worldly things that you desired before Christ. But when you came to Christ, those desires disappeared. Right? Because they were replaced with other desires. You didn't welcome those things anymore, but you welcomed God's Word. And when you welcome God's Word, you welcome His way. See, welcoming God's Word means you're going to change the way you behave. It's going to change the way you live. That's what it means to welcome His Word. To receive His Word. You can't receive God's word and remain the same. It's, it, it doesn't work. Because the moment you receive it, it's going to begin to effectually work in you. Glory to God. See, God's word is designed to produce a change in your heart and your lives. Or your life. It's good news, amen? Amen. It will give you satisfaction. He will satisfy your mouth with good things. It's the only thing that can feed your spirit. Your spirit doesn't eat. 
Chil- Philly cheese steaks. I was about to say chili feast steaks. <laughs> but there's only one thing that will nourish your spirit, and that's God's Word. And it's all how we receive it and welcome it. We should receive the Word affectionately. It should be loved by us. It is holy. It's the wisdom of God. It's truth. It's goodness. Taste and see that the Lord is good. How many has tasted? Doesn't the Lord taste good? I mean, He is good. He has been good to me. Amen? God is good. See, you wouldn't know a cheesecake is good unless you welcomed it into your mouth and chewed it and allowed it to go down your throat. You know, there are some things like when I drink a hot cup of coffee, what I like most about the coffee is the warmth that I feel as it goes down into my belly. But see, if I don't welcome it, I'll never experience the warmth. But because I welcome it, I long for it, I expect it, I, I create an atmosphere where it can go in easily. And I just love the warmth. I just, as it goes down, it's just such a good thing. <laughs> But you would never experience that warmth if you've never let it inside. You'll, you'll never experience what God's Word can do unless you allow it to be in you. Go to Proverbs chapter 15. Proverbs chapter 15. Let's look at verses 31 to 33. Proverbs 31, I'm sorry, Proverbs 15, 31. Notice what the word says. All the days of the afflicted are evil, but he that is of a merry heart has a continual feast. You want a merry heart? Then have a continual feast on God's goodness. Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble therewith. Better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a, a stalled ox and hatred therewith. I don't think that that's it, but uh, that doesn't represent what I want to say. Oh, I'm sorry. I need to read verse 31. I was reading verse, I don't know, I was reading verse 15. Okay, Proverbs 15, 31. I apologize for that. Here we go. The ear that hears the reproof of life abides among the wise. So notice, if you want to be considered wise, you've got to listen to correction. The only way that correction is going to help you is if you let it get in you. Verse 32. He that refuses instruction despises his own soul. Whoa. 
See, someone who refuses instruction, they don't allow it to come into their hearts. They have a no trespassing sign on their heart. They don't allow it to come in and you despise your own soul. But he that hears reproof gets understanding. How many want to get understanding? But you, in order to get understanding, you've got to what? You've got to hear. You've got to allow it inside. You've got to receive. How you receive determines the results you get. Verse 33. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. And before honor is humility. Humility is an attitude that is open and receptive to God. If someone is humble, they're trusting in God alone, not anything else. You're open and receptive to whatever God says. How many know the Bible is profitable? It's profitable for instruction, but just as much as it's profitable for instruction, it's also profitable for correction, for reproof. Did you know that the Bible is the standard of God and it has the right to tell us whether we're right or wrong? And if you want to benefit from the Bible, you've got to receive it. You'll never benefit of it if you don't receive it. So your reception determines your results. Alright? Let's go... Let's go to... um, I'll give you one more scripture, then we're going to go to Proverbs 2. Isaiah 50. Isaiah 50. This is also talking about Jesus. But Isaiah 50, verses 4 and 5. Are you listening tonight? Are you letting it inside of you? Open up the gate and let the word in. You know, all of us have gates at our our heart. And the gate, we determine what comes in and what stays out. And and the word can pull up at the gate and, and the word can say, I'm the word. And you can say, okay, it's the word, let it in. Right? You know you know how they do with security. Like if you want to go see the president, if your name is not on the list, you're not getting in. Right? They they make sure that you're a person who's been invited, you have an invitation or you have a purpose for being there. No not anyone can just show up, you know, the the uh, White House doesn't take walk ins. Right? Okay, Isaiah fifty, verses four and five. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. How many want to be able to speak a word in season? In order to speak a word in season, you gotta have you gotta hear a word for the season. Right? Okay? He wakens morning by morning. He wakens my ear. To hear as the learned. Did you know that God can speak to you any hour of the 24 hours of the day? Mm-hmm. And He awakens your ear. 
Because he's got something to say. Verse 5, The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, neither turned away my, neither turned away back. I did not refuse what he said, I received what he said. If you refuse what God says, you're considered rebellious. But if you receive what God says, you're considered miraculous. Alright? Now let's go to Proverbs chapter 2. Proverbs chapter 2. I'm probably not going to get any further tonight than Proverbs chapter 2. The first part of this section of scripture, he deals with our reception. And the second part of the scripture, he talks about the results. Because our reception determines results. How you receive God's word will determine what God's word will do for you. If you don't want to be limited, you can take the limits off. How many know we can take the limits off? Doubt, our own doubt and unbelief are the things that limit us from God's word working on our behalf. Proverbs chapter 2 verse 1 My son, also daughters included there, if you will what? Receive what? My words. Notice, he says, if you will receive. That means every opportunity that we have to receive is a choice. God never forces, if you will receive, my words. So the first action that we need to do is receive. How many are ready to receive? You're ready to receive healing. You're ready to receive peace. You're ready to receive direction. You're ready to receive promotion. Amen? Promotion comes from who? receive my words and hide my commands with you. That word hide also means treasure. Treasure. Amen? You've got to treasure God's word. It's the most valuable thing that we have. Why? God's word can change any circumstance. God's word can cause a man to be put in the middle of nowhere and become the most prosperous person in the region. If you receive. And hide my commands with you. Verse 2. So that you incline your ear unto wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Okay? Verse 3. If you cry after knowledge and lift up your voice for understanding, verse 4, if you seek her as silver and search for her as hid treasure. All action words that we need to do, it tells us how our reception is. Okay? If you receive, if you treasure, if you store up, and then... What do you do with your treasure? You store it up. You put it away safe. If you have $100,000 in cash, 
You're not going to put it under a mattress. Maybe you will. If you live in a nice neighborhood. But really, you want to put it somewhere safe. Right? You want to store it up. Okay? And then, we need to receive, we need to treasure, we need to incline. And that, that word incline means you need to give your intention. Uh, 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 not intention, attention. Okay? You need to give your attention. You need to stretch out, and, and then, okay, receive, treasure, incline, and then apply. That word apply means you've got to stretch out, spread out, expand. You've got to apply. How many know that if you want the Word to work, you've got to apply your life to it? The Word requires application. What is, what's the application of the Word? It's the doing it. See, once you hear it, you do it. As you do it, you're applying your life to it. Notice I didn't say it to your life. You've got to apply your life to it because the it is the Word which never changes. Our life can change. But you want to apply something to, that doesn't change. You want to apply something that will change to something that doesn't change. Okay? And then you need to cry out. Did you know that a lot of miracles are voice activated? You can have what you say. Don't let any corrupt word come, come out of your mouth. I mean, the Bible is full of instruction on how we should speak and what we should say. Alright? Then you need to lift up your voice. You need to call out. You need to call those things that be not. You need to call upon the Lord who always answers you. Amen? We've got to cry. We've got to lift up our voice. We've got to call out. We've got to cry and call out. Amen? We've got to use our voice. Decree a thing and it shall be so. And then we need to seek and search. You've got to be on a seek and search mission. Do you realize when someone is lost, do you know the resources that they use to find them? They're on a seek and search mission. They use helicopters. They use dogs. They use boats. They use all kinds of things. I had a cousin one time. They live in Florida. And they were part of an underwater rescue team. They would actually scuba dive when someone was lost in a body of water, they would be the ones, they would be part of the team to go down and to rescue them. Or to recover them. We've got to seek and search out the Word. What happens when we seek the Word? What, what are we guaranteed to do? To find it. If you seek me, you'll find me. That's what the Word says. Seek and you shall find. Okay? See, you, in, in receiving the word, you get the Lord's message. How many know that if you don't get a message, you don't understand what was said? Communication does not occur until understanding happens. Did you hear what I said? Yes, I heard, I heard what you said. Did you do what I said? No. Then you didn't get the message. Right? Giving the message is how we follow through. Yeah. I've had so many times where I didn't get the full message. <laughs> I got part of it, 
But I didn't get all of it. If I don't get all of it, I lack understanding. And if you lack understanding, then you lack the ability to do what you need to do. When you get the Lord's message, it gets your attention and it holds your attention. How many know the Word has to get our attention, but the Word has to hold our attention? Amen? We've got to be attentive to the Word of God. It has to be a priority. Amen? I, I, I remember when um, I lived in Tulsa, before I was married, when I was going to Rama, I was helping a guy do a paper route. And I had to get up at 2 o'clock in the morning and get the papers ready at 3 and then deliver like 160 papers. And this was on a Sunday. This is when the papers were big and thick. (laughs) But then, if I tried, like, sometimes I'd go to the church I was going to had two morning services, one at 8.30 and one at 10.30. And sometimes I would get off and I would go to the morning service, but I'd be tired. And I would be distracted about the word, and it's, a lot of times I would miss the word. But we've got to give the word attention. Why? It's the word of life. It's God's word. Amen? And how we receive it determines the results we have. You start to speak it, and you command things like a king. How many know we're kings and priests? Well, kings command. Kings decree. Amen? We are kings and priests for God on this earth. And we realize how important and necessary that the word is in overcoming everything. Alright? Let's go to verse 5. Verse 5 now shows us the results if we've done these things. If we've received and treasured and inclined and implied and cried out and lifted up our voice and sought and searched out. If we've done these things, then verse 5 tells us the results that we get. Did you know that the Word is always designed to produce good results? The Word of God is God's greatest tool. He created the world with His words. His Word became flesh and became our Savior. His word is so powerful. It's true. It's so good. It doesn't need to be changed. It doesn't need to be added to. Nothing needs to be taken away. It is good as it is. Because it can't get any better. And it won't get any worse. God's word is good. Amen? It's forever established. It's powerful. It's life changing. Verse 5. Proverbs 2 verse 5. Then shall... See, the reception comes first, then the reward comes next. Then shall you understand the fear of the Lord. When you receive the word, you'll be able to understand the fear of the Lord. The reverence, honor, and respect of God. You'll be able to understand it. And when you understand it, you can operate in it. In order to drive a car. If you've never driven before, you don't understand how it works. People think they do, but they don't until they actually get behind the wheel. Right? And why do you think they have driver's ed? Driver's ed gives you the understanding that you need to operate the vehicle. If you didn't understand it, you can't operate in it. But when you receive God's word, you'll understand the fear of the Lord. That's a pretty powerful reward. 
Canaan is how you take personal possession and function in it. Then it says, and you will find the knowledge of God. So reward number one for receiving the word is understanding the fear of the Lord. Reward number two is finding the knowledge of God. You know, Christianity is about who you know. Eternal life is this, that you know the one true God and Jesus who he said, John 17, 3, right? You know what the word can do and what it will produce in your life. You, you, you know you'll find the knowledge of God. And God always wants us to be increasing in the knowledge of God. The more we know, the more we can do. Right? That's a great reward. Verse 6. For the Lord gives wisdom, out of his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. So the Lord is the source of wisdom. Verse 7. He lays up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. Sound wisdom is further advancement. Sound wisdom is health, wealth, and safety. Did you know that God has health, wealth, and safety stored up for you, the righteous? It's stored up. It's in your account. And the only way that you can access the account is J-E-S-U-S. If you want to make a withdrawal on that account, you can make a withdrawal based on Jesus. He lays up sound wisdom for you. What an awesome reward for receiving his word. If you think that was good, God says, I got something better. If you think that was incredible, I've got something better. Did you know that God always tops what he did before? He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you could ask or think. Think about it. When Abraham and Lot were dwelling together, a problem occurred. They had more sheep and more cattle than the land could support. Well, don't you know that God knows how much land would handle how many sheep? Why would God give them so many sheep and so many cattle that the land could not support the two of them together? Well, first of all, they weren't supposed to be together. Amen. See? What was, it? what was God's word to Abraham? Leave your family. Lot was family. He might have been better off left in Haran. But now, they got too many sheep, too many cows, too many goats, too many camels, too many donkeys, too much. Why? God, the blessing was on Abraham. And the blessing was working on Abraham, and it made him increase so much that even Lot got in on it. Lot didn't have the blessing on him, but he had his uncle who was blessed. And Lot was getting the overflow. Right? So then they departed. Abraham said, you, you pick wherever you want to go. Why? Because Abraham trusted God. Abraham received God's word. And as he walked away, after Lot picked where he wanted to go, he's walking away and God speaks to Abraham and says, Abraham, all that you can see to the north, the south, the east, and the west, I'm going to give you. Woo! 
But see, God's got sound wisdom laid up for us. He gave you to know the mysteries of His kingdom. But it's all about how we receive Him. Verse 8. Another reward. He keeps the path of judgment and preserves the way of His saints. How many want a clear path and a preserved route that gets you to your destination? That gets you to your blessing? That gets you from point A to point B? He preserves, He keeps the path of judgment and He preserves the way of the saints. He doesn't allow the enemy to go on the way of the saints. He opened up the Red Sea, right? There was Moses. He had led the people out of Egypt. And they were there before the Red Sea. And they heard the hoofs of the Egyptian chariots. But God had preserved a way for the saints. And he said, lift up your, what's in your hand? It's a stick. Lift up the stick. Okay. Moses did not know that lifting up a stick would be the key to open up the Red Sea. It really wasn't the stick. It was what God said. So he received God. See, God's word came to Moses. Very simple. What's in your hand? Lift it up. What do you got in your hand? What are you doing with what's in your hand? God's got a direction for what's in your hand. What's in your hand is the key to your miracle. What's in your hand is the key to your deliverance. What's in your hand will get you from this season into the next season. Moses had a stick. David had a sling. Daniel had a pen. Joseph had an interpretation. So Moses heard God's word. And he received it. Moses didn't say, oh God, that's just too simple. No, okay. As soon as he did that, whew, Red Sea opened. Moses and all the people of Israel, what, what they, they walked on dry ground. But the enemy couldn't go there. He tried, but it didn't work. See, this is what God preserves the way of the saints. He's got a way for you to go. He's got a direction for your life. And if we receive his word, he'll keep the path clear. He'll be like a blocker, clearing the way for the running back. Boom, boom, boom. You're separating the way so that you can score a touchdown. God is a, a way maker and a door opener. The Lord is the author, source, and architect, and distributor of wisdom. He's the author, source, architect, and distributor of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And even Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by what? Every word that proceeds out of his mouth. That means we can make a decision based on the words that we receive him speaking. You know, when you read God's word, when you read the Bible, you're actually, God is speaking to you. These words came out of God's mouth. Men wrote them down, but these are 
God's words. These are not man's words. These are not man's ideas. These are God's words that came out of his mouth that were penned by men. Amen? So that we could benefit. God put his words in a book for us. And this is the key to our success. He told Joshua. It's the book of the law. The book of the law came from God's mouth. It came from God's mouth when he met Moses on Sinai. And the glory of God came down. God spoke words to Moses. Moses wrote them down on tablets. He used the first tablet. Moses operated by the first Wi-Fi. Amen? As God spoke the words, Moses wrote them down. And then Moses communicated those words to the people. And if you receive the words, see, an upright person or a righteous person is one who practices God's word in his or her life. Are you practicing his word? Are you a doer of the word? Do you value it? That you receive it, and when you receive it, you allow it to work in your life. You allow it to change the way you think. You allow it to change your perspective. You allow it to change how you talk. Change what you do. We've we've undergone many changes and will undergo many more changes as long as we keep listening to the Word. The Word is always going to be constantly changing us. Why? We have to be conformed to His image, not the world's image. There's a lot of pressure for people to conform to the world. The world standard has greatly decreased. What is acceptable and openly discussed today would not be accepted and openly discussed 20, 30 years ago. Things have changed. But we are still, God still has a remnant of people. People who will value His Word, who will receive His Word, who will welcome His Word. They will welcome it like the Word of God, and they will cause it to have an entrance into their heart, and it will change their life, and they will in turn inspire others to change their lives. Because we are carriers. But our reception will determine our results. So the Lord stores up wisdom for you and protects you. Faith is a shield. An upright person can access what God is. You can access what's stored up for you. Amen? So, there is good results that will come based on how we receive God's Word. And we're not always open to God's word every moment. That's why God believes in repetition. <laughs> Amen? See, God's word is like a hammer. A hammer may not break up the ground in one swing. It might take a few swings of the hammer for it to do what it needs to do. Amen? But God will keep chipping away. The word will keep working. And as we're open to the Word, and as we welcome the Word, and as we receive the Word, we'll have the results that God wants us to have. Amen? When we don't get the results 
that God's word says we should have, then there's something wrong with how we're receiving it. Maybe we missed an instruction. Maybe we didn't respond to a correction. Maybe there's something that we missed. It's never God's fault. Why isn't this working, God? Because there's something wrong with how you're working it. Remember, God doesn't need to change. We do. So anytime that there's things aren't working like they should, we've got to ask God, what do I need to change? Where am I missing it? Do you know God will show you? And guess what? Don't beat yourself up because you miss it. Did you hear me? Do not beat yourself up. That is not your job. Just humble yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Humble yourself under God's mighty hand. What will happen? He'll lift you up. To be humble is also to be teachable. How many are willing to learn? If we think we know it all, <laughs> oh my God will just say, oh bless your darling heart. <laughs> because there's so much that we don't know. I mean, we're not even using our full capacity yet. But who's going to receive the word tonight? Say, I am a receiver. I am tuned into God's station. I know His voice. And when He speaks, I take it to heart. I listen closely. I have good attention when God speaks to me. I will not miss an instruction, I will not miss a direction. But I'm going to follow him closely, and I'm going to have good results in my life, in my body, in my finances, in my relationships, in my community, in Jesus' name. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. I think of the, back in the 70s and 80s. They had a, a term with CB radios. And it was, you got your ears on, good buddy? That would mean if you're listening. You know, because oftentimes, they would communicate to each other if there was a problem on the road, or if there was a state trooper, they called him the Smoky Bear or whatever, you know, back in the day. But you had to have your ears on. Because the CB radio was designed to communicate, it was voice communication. It was before we had texts, it was before we had cell phones, you actually had to use your voice. Your voice would go over radio waves and you had to have a certain antenna, you had to be on the right channel to give the message. All I want you to do tonight is to make a decision to get on God's channel. Amen? Get, up, get on His frequency and receive His Word because it will change your life. But the results come by how we receive it, how we respond to it, what we do with it. Amen? There's a 
example after example of the Bible. People got healed because they heard something. And they valued what they heard and they received it and they went and got a miracle. People who valued the word, they, they honored it, they welcomed it, they accepted it. Amen? They're like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. The word's going for it right now. I'm excited. I'm excited. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What, what change is God going to bring to me now? Say it again, Lord. Say it again, Lord. Say it again. Amen? We need... Just like when you're getting ready to feed a dog. You know, a dog, a dog knows when it's feeding time. Right? They, they hear the bowl and they get all excited. Their tongue starts, their tail starts wagging, right? Am I right? And a dog shows excitement because it knows what it's about to get. Do we know what we're about to get when God's word goes forth? Miracles, signs, wonders, power, strength, anything you need, want, or desire comes from God's word. Let's be strong on the word. We're word people. Amen? You get taught the word, you're fed the word, we honor the word here, and we're seeing the results of the word. Hallelujah. Oh, let's just give God praise for His Word. Lord, we praise You for Your Word tonight. Your Word is the greatest treasure that I have ever found. Your Word is life-changing, health-giving, supernatural providing. Your Word is demon-crushing, giant-killing, way-opening,
Glory to God. 